There's only one. On air with Brandon Atkins. Music is all I need. All right, Fletcher's new song, Girls, 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 is out now. It's a huge mood. Absolutely loving it. And she is zooming into the show now. Hello, hun. How's things? How are you? I I am great. Um, I am so happy that you're zooming into the show. And, you know, I've been doing the show for like seven years almost. It feels like yesterday since I started it. And I I shouldn't really say this, but you're probably one of my favourite guests I've ever had on the show. Um, and I, 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 and like, I've had so many guests on here, like guests that have been on multiple times. You've only been on once before and you are one of my favorite guests, but not only that, you are the most requested guest for this show ever. Really? Yes. Joking? Yeah, Wait, no, I'm not I, joking. Do I need to move to Australia? I think maybe I'd have more success. I think you need to move over here too. Why not? We're open for business now. Come on over. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta get there. I think you guys like me more over there. Damn. Okay. Because no, I don't. It's just, it's just something about you. It's just uh, your music. It's just, it's so relatable. It resonates with everyone, and your personality does the same thing too. And it's just, yeah, you're like one of my favorite guests, and you're pretty much, uh, as clearly, one of Australia's favorite artists ever. God, I feel very like honored and humbled and flattered by that. Thank you so much. You it's are really cool. Absolutely welcome. Um, how's things? I mean, it's been a hot minute since we've chatted. It's been a year. You've had a you've had a few songs come out. Um, you've had healing. Um, you had last laugh. Um, now you've got girls, girls, girls. What's going on in Fletcher's life? You know, it's been an interesting journey over the last year. I mm. think, you know, like healing was definitely like the foundation of, of what this year has really looked like and been for me. And yeah, such an emo- emotional roller coaster. And I, I don't think I've ever really understood prior to this that like healing isn't linear. Like we always say that, right? It's like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. And I have such a different grip on what that looks like. And I like moved out and I live by myself and I'm in a new space and a new apartment. And I'm like actually like being a big girl. And I like didn't <laughs> know what it actually looked like. I'm like, oh fuck, I have to like go to the grocery store and like feed myself and like. <laughs> Like do all of these things and like take a shower like all these things like that that you just i don't know you live with somebody else i had a roommate like i lived with my best friend yeah yeah forever. yeah so now i'm just like i'm on my own and i'm like really doing the adult thing like adulting is hard oh like, it's so hard we missed the classes for this in college or, or like, <laughs> where did we all just skip the like how to do grocery shopping correctly. I know. It's just, it's one of the, I feel like it's meant to be like a little inkling that we should like, it's just built into us. But like some of us, I feel like we just, we need to be taught this. Like, you know, we get taught Pythagoras's theorem and algebra in school. It's like, well, I don't need that in high school. Tell me how to do my tax and tell me how to, you know, budget and, you know, all these life lesson things. And, you know, it's just, yeah, I feel like this, when you turn 18 here in Australia, that is, you know, this sort of inkling kicks into you. It's like, all right, great. I'm an adult. I'm on my own. See ya, you know? Totally. And I think just like, I don't know, even this year too, just my my, my perception of like success has really changed. I mm. think prior to the year, I really based so much of my productivity, so much of my worth off of my productivity. And I'm like, oh, if I'm not here, here and here doing X, Y, and Z with this person, this person, this person, then mm. I am being left behind i'm unsuccessful like my definition of success has radically shifted into like oh what am i and who am i 
And what is my worth when there's nothing, when no one's like telling me that I'm doing great, that they mm. like my music, that there's nothing like coming at me to prove to myself or to others that I am being successful or yeah. advancing in my career. And so, I don't know, I've just had like such a, such a big mental and emotional shift in terms of what success looks like to me. Cause I think just as a world and as a society, we really, really place so much worth on the wrong things. We do, we do, and you're, you're absolutely right. And I feel like, you know, I'm the type of person personally, like I would love someone to, you know, every now and again just tell me, you know, hey, you're doing a great job. Give me a little pat on the back, you know. I don't want it all the time because then I know either, it, you know, it makes me feel very narcissistic or it just, I feel like it's not, it's not worth it. Like, you know, and I get, I go through these moments where like I'm at work and, you know, I don't hear anything from the boss for like, you know, two or three months, maybe even six months. And I think, am I even actually doing a good job? You know, like what, what, what am I doing? What, why am I here? And then you get that odd, hey, just an FYI, you're doing a great job. And it's sort of, sort of fills you it makes you whole again just for a little while so i kind of i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean here yeah totally and it's and it's also just like okay how can i give that to myself if i'm mm. not getting from other people because my whole life has just been based i've been singing since i was like a kid like yeah. my whole life based off an applause from somebody else and so like this year i didn't i haven't stepped on foot on a stage since december 2019 it's crazy an audience clap since for for anything since then so i'm just like whoa what does that look like like how do I, how do you give yourself that applause how do you how do you find that in different ways and like find your worth not from other people and so i think that's why healing was such an important song to me because i was just like okay how do i you know that was really the foundation of what it was like thriving off of something that was an external validation yeah and i felt like healing for you was it was a really turn a real turning point in your music career like we've had bitter um and then, you know all the tracks from your sex tapes was you know it was sort of you know sprightly and pop but I feel like for healing it was sort of you know it was slowed everything down it made me stop for a minute it even made me reflect on my own personal achievements in the last year as well. And, you know, you are not alone. Every artist has been in that same capacity. I know Joel Corey was on the show a few weeks ago and, you know, he felt the same thing too. When he first went back onto a stage and was, you know, performing in front of people, he he didn't even know himself. He was like, wow, this is what I've been living for. I, I haven't had this for a year. And it just, it feels amazing. And, you know, it just, it made him, you know, reflect back on during lockdown how far he had come musically. And, and I know for you, you've like, literally had all these turning points like healing was sort of a, a, a for me i felt like a, a maturation of knowing who you are as a person and now you've got girls 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 which is like a celebra celebration of your sexuality and it's it is such a huge mood um and i want to know for girls 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 you reimagine Katy perry's 2008 bop i kissed a girl um how did that all come into this track Okay, so it starts, let's fast forward to 2008. My mom is dropping me off at school and I Kissed a Girl comes on the radio and she like gasped at the lyrics. Like, and I was like, in that moment, I was like, oh God, I think I like girls. <laughs> I, it was really the song that like marked the beginning. Representation is everything, right? And it was yeah. like, it was at least marked the beginning of like hearing about another woman kissing another woman in a mm. song. And, it just really opened this door for me and also just seeing my mom's reaction i was like i want to make music that makes people gasp like that and so it was really this 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 like essence that i've carried through all of my songwriting but with that song in particular i was like that song was so 
key to the beginning of like discovering my sexuality and marks the beginning of a queer journey for me. And, you know, I got the blessing from Queen Katy Perry herself to be able to interpolate it for the song. And it's really just, it's, it's about a celebration of myself and my sexuality and um, something that like took to a really long time to, to get to this space. So yep. I love this song so much and, and uh, yeah, I'm excited that it's finally out in the world. You know, every song you do, I am obsessed with. Like I reckon you take up half my Spotify playlist mm-hmm. um, and uh, this track is just, it is brilliant too because we can, we, as you said, we get this sense of celebration, you know, you're comfortable with who you are as a person and that's what's important here. I mean, you, in terms of back when Katie released that song, yeah, it was a defining moment in the music sort of sphere because nothing had ever, it was very taboo, like bisexuality, lesbianism, very taboo in music and Katie sort of was pushing those boundaries and you know, it made people talk. And then that was sort of the turning point of music. And I mean, for your mum to have a reaction to that song when it was released, um, how how does she feel about your, how, how has she felt about your music since that sort of t- turning point? My mom has made quite, quite a journey. She's like a, I, I mean, I was raised Catholic, like very much like in the church, religion, yeah. um, and so I think when I was first starting to talk about my sexuality and wanting to be open about it, it was very, I mean, you also know, it's like, uh, I, I, I come from like a very like small town conservative, like mm. most pretty closed minded space. And if you weren't anything other than just like what people expected you to be, um, it was this like radical thing and everybody talked about you and there was so much gossip. And yeah. so element of where I grew up, that was very like, don't talk about that. Don't talk about your issues. Don't talk about our problems. We're just, everybody wants to just appear from the outside with like the white picket fence and everything's together and everything's great. When like behind closed doors, I was talking, you know, my friends were just having like people, people go through real things and real yeah. experience hardships. And, and you would never know because it's like, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. And I wanted to, I wanted to break that. And I was like, why, why can't we talk about the things that make us human? Why can't we talk about the things that we're all going through that we're all experiencing in some way? It's a Mm -hmm. collective, you know, like grief and pain and suffering is a collective feeling. And so I, you know, I definitely went through a process with, with, with my family. Um, and to get to the point now where like I, I'm being, where it was, I didn't know that I would ever get to this space, but like, you know, having my family hit me up or my mom talk to me and be like, you opened my eyes so much to the way that people love to just humans and love and what that can look like and how it doesn't need to be one specific thing. And it's like, it takes a, a minute. Like some people, you yeah. know, people are to, um, you know this this idea of like what societal norms are and it's just like you gotta sometimes it just takes a moment for people to you know be able to see another perspective absolutely but something is really beautiful is, is being able to hold the space for like multiple perspectives and and recognizing that your truth is not somebody else's truth how mm-hmm. can we hold the space for billions of truths around the world mm-hmm. absolutely and you know like for me 
you know, I sometimes I hate people because a lot of people we're, we're very narcissistic, we're very stubborn in our ways. You know, we don't want to be taught anything else. It's it's my way or the highway. But then I also love people at the same time because you know there are certain people that you know are willing to educate other people about other views, other values, other opinions, and that is what makes us as a, a big community. Is when we all rally behind each other, we educate each other on different sort of things, and you know it's been amazing. Just to hear that, Fletcher, that, you know, people around you were be, were able to be educated, they open their minds, they weren't so being so narrow-minded, they're more open-minded now. That makes me feel so happy to hear that, and I, I'm loving that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's definitely, it, it's a process, right? But it's yeah. also, it's what expands the world, too. It's just if, like, we can open up our perspectives and can you set your ego aside enough for a moment to actually be able to consider somebody else's perspective yeah if you're not really, you know continuously evolving and growing and changing it's like what is you know that's that's the point of humanity is mm. for us all of our consciousness and absolutely yeah and so I know I'm constantly doing that like every day and I'm like oh what like new bits of information can I take in and yeah like, how can I be challenged on something that I thought I already knew? Exactly. How could I? How could I be a better human today than I was yesterday? What What can I learn and what can I inspire other people with? That's like I feel like you and I are on the same page there, and you know, we the world needs more people like you, Fletcher. Just quietly, um, you're like a trailblazer for everything. Um, hey, we're coming to the end of 2021. I mean, this year's just gone so fast. Um, what's in the pipeline for you next year? I know you've got a North American tour happening. When can we expect you down here in Oz? What's going on? I, I need to get there ASAP. It's like very much you guys on the, sorry, I don't know what's going on. There's suddenly like 80 million helicopters flying. Over <laughs> like, I, I could just see these. I could just, I, I felt like there was bees buzzing around. I didn't want to say anything. I was like, is, there bee? is she in a farm somewhere? Where, what's she going? Car chase happening. Oh, um, right. Um, but okay. In terms of what's happening this year, I mean, literally, you guys are on my like number one place to get to. I want to come so badly. I am coming. I am doing a um, North American tour. Um, I am taking out the artist G Flip, who I'm such a big fan of. Amazing. Um, and this other artist, Julia Wolf, they're opening for me, but doing a North American tour and then a European tour as well. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm freaking out. I haven't been on the stage in a while. Like I'm nervous. My, the whole tour is sold out in like five minutes, which is- I saw amazing. this on Instagram. I was mind blown by that. But that, again, that just goes to show how much people love you and how much people resonate with you. And I mean, in terms of going back onto the stage, I'm just, I mean, I'm no singer myself, but I feel like it'd just be riding a bike, you know? It'll feel like yesterday and your heart will fill with so much warmth and glow that you're able to sort of see how your songs are resonating it and how they react uh, with your fans and it's just I, I am so excited for you Fletcher Thank you, thank you so much that means a lot, I gotta, I definitely have to come play a show by you sometime soon That's Yeah, come, yeah, we're, as I said we're open for business, we're, we're, we're ready to roll out the red carpet for Fletcher, don't you worry about that. Um, your fresh song Girls, 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 it's out now on Spotify and Apple Music to buy and stream Fletcher, it is always a delight to chat to you, I've really enjoyed this, thank you I'd like to, thanks for having me